Hey, Podcastia, Joe here. It's almost as hot outside as it is in this closet, and that means it's summertime. And in honor of summer, we're taking on the biggest summer blockbuster. And if you want to get all of our summer hits for free, you can just subscribe on your mobile device or go to www.thundersmash.com and click the subscribe button there. Sayonara and cowabunga. They are just ninjas trying to release their wiggles. Ignacio, they are wrestling in a sacred place. Okay, orphans, listen to me. Listen to Ignacio. I know it is fun to wrestle. A nice pile drive to the face, or a punch to the face. But you cannot do it, because it is in the Bible not to wrestle your neighbor. So you've never wrestled? Me? No, come on, don't be crazy. Welcome, and thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Thunder Smash. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. And I am, I am, Carlos. And I'm Joe. And this is Thunder Smash, finding the truth in fiction. Still, still almost said the nitty gritty yeah, of all was, things nerdy. I was expecting that. <laughs> uh, it's been a while. Uh-huh. It's been a minute. And it's gonna be a little while longer. A little while. Um, how you feeling, Joe? Pretty good. Good. Yep. Really good. Really good. <laughs> We're gonna talk about my the second funniest movie I've ever seen. Maybe tied for first. I think it might be the first. Really? Yeah. It's a little more poignant, like it's sharper humor. Yeah, and it takes. It took me two two watches to absolutely fall in love with this movie. Where Napoleon Dynamite took some time. Did the first watch? Did you you hate it? I thought it was stupid. Ugh, it was so good. I wasn't prepared. It was so weird. (laughs) (laughs) Get that corn out of my face. (laughs) (laughs) But now, like there isn't there isn't a single line in that movie that isn't absolutely perfect. (laughs) <laughs> and if you haven't figured out what we're talking about, we're talking about Nacho Libre. We are, a little. Where they needed a Mexican main character, so they got Jack Black yeah. to put on a mustache and an afro. Do you think they would be white? They would be uh, accused of whitewashing if they did that movie today? No, because it's funnier because he's not Mexican. Is that the joke? I th- I'm sure. I'm sure that it's the joke. That this overweight white guy is who's like he's really tall compared to everyone he's around <laughs> with this big afro, except for Ramses. Yeah, Ramses, which we can talk about him later because mm-hmm. he's got a special mask. I found out masks are really important. Yes. <laughs> um. So watching Nacho Libre, they bring to the table a moral conundrum. Mm-hmm. Is it right to fight if it's for the children's? <laughs> so, Nacho is uh, is an orphan raised in a monastery in Mexico. There are lots of them. Um, very strict Catholic monastery. And he's raised as a friar, and he ends up being the cook at this monastery in his adulthood. But the kids 
We don't have enough monies. No, Orphans. They w- they need like a salad or something. <laughs> he keeps having to make this like paste with tortilla chips. And he's Is a- it refried beans? Oh yeah, something like that. It looks like paste, but it's mashed up refried beans. It's pretty gross. And none of the, none of the children's like it. And um, he wants to fight in the luchador, in the lucha libre arena. He, he, part of him wants the glory of combat and to be famous. He wants right. people to be screaming his name as he rips his blouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's my blouse. <laughs> Can't do the Jack Black accent. I want. I want to show her how strong I am. <laughs> rip my blouse. <laughs> Um, so he wants to, he, he wants to be famous. He wants people to be screaming his name. Um, at the same time, he wants the kids, the children's, uh, to have a, to be able to go on field trips, to have a bus, to have, you know, salads for life to be good for them because it wasn't good for him. So there are like some actual mature tones to this, like otherwise completely, completely immature comedy. Um, yeah. And so Nacho steps into the ring with um a, with a hobo, a Skeletor. A Skeletor is his name. Uh Skeletor. Yeah. But his name is Steven. Steven. <laughs> um who is um an atheist. He only believes in science. Right. Um and uh apparently uh hates all of the orphans in the world. In the world. In the world. <laughs> um and has really weird Stick ideas. Him to my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we could quote this movie for the whole show. <laughs> so he he does a, a tag team, which I found out is called uh, a pareja increíble, an incredible pair. Uh-huh. Where you have a rudo, which is like the bad guy. He has he he does like the the underhanded moves. He's more of a brawler, and then you have the uh, técnico. Who does the who's has finesse and flair and he's the good guy. Mm-hmm. Usually they fight one another, but oftentimes they'll they'll pair up. Yeah, as a tag team. Uh, Lucha Libre is a lot of a lot about good versus evil. Yeah, it's a, a morality play uh, most of the time. Yeah, a, a play is a good way to say it because there's a lot. I mean, I, I imagine that. A lot, a lot of people in that industry would be like, no, it's totally legit, but it's pretty rigged. Well, it's like, it's kind of like WWE, where it's a performance. I mean, it it has writers, you know. It's not too they have. It's not like MMA where you don't know who's gonna win or boxing. They have writers, you know. It's a it's a it's performance. It's acrobatics. Um, but the things they do are real stunts. Yeah, they do so flips and that's what what suplexes. makes people angry in like the WWE community when you, people say it's all fake. It's like it's like it's scripted, but the things they're doing are actually incredible. It's it's like just because it, they're not actually trying to kill each other doesn't mean that what they're doing is easy. Yeah. Um, I saw I was watching a little bit of a video of people training to be luchadors. And it was, like, a bunch of kids, and they're doing, like, these crazy flips, like, in a line, like, just nonchalant. And it's just, it's interesting how... Like, gymnastic flips? Yeah. Well, like, yeah, like, the tumbles and tumbling and stuff like that. Like, it looks like, you know, falling or whatever, but it, it's, like, 
it's like there's an element of you know gymnastics in it well lucha libre means free fight in spanish and um you're right it's a lot like wwe where it is like it seems like there's no holds barred like no rules kind of wrestling match where in like greco-roman wrestling there are a lot of technical rules like you can't grab below the waist you can't um you know do certain holds um but with you know luchadors it's do whatever you want jump off the 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 edge of the ring on those ropes and body slam someone you know grab them like do an uh an ankle hold or an ankle lock uh, pick them up and slam them or whatever um and it's it's yeah it's a performance but it's interesting to me that it's all scripted when so much is placed on winning sometimes because luchadors all have a mask yeah they all start with one at least do you know where the masks come from what are the like who makes them or what they're based off of? what they're based off oh yeah but you can say it uh aztec all the aztec traditions yeah. where like a warrior would wear a mask in the battle in order to seem like larger than just a man, just like more mythic. Uh-huh. Um, and that kind of plays into um, luchadors where they wear masks in order to be, you know, more mythic, like to build the mythos of whatever their character is. Um, and most, a lot of like some of the great ones go their entire lives and nobody nobody ever knows who they were like like el santo i love his story yeah <laughs> yeah do you want to tell his story a well bit? i know a little bit of it um just that he was he had this like white mask he was the saint el and he santo. had like other aliases when he was coming up like uh hermano rojo the, the red, red brother the red brother the red brother yeah yeah um and then also ruddy ruddy yeah <laughs> r-u-d-d-y <laughs> Um, that's dumb and then that and a last name but uh the ruddy ranger (laughs) i don't know what what the second part was but then he he got the name el santo because people would send him gifts um uh, like cigars and alcohol and he would never touch and he would accept the gifts graciously and then not use them and then donate them to orphans um so then he got the nickname (laughs) el santo and saint. he had this like un unbroken string of wins like mm-hmm. he, and he became legendary there was like a, a show about him movies there's um, movies he's yeah he's in movies he was on um the the biggest mexican talk shows all that stuff and he was literally never seen without his mask except for one moment he was like 60 i think 66 that's when he died it was a week before he died. Mm-hmm. He was on a, a talk show and he lifted off his mask for the first and last time, and he's buried in that mask. Really? Mm-hmm. But I read that they never found out who he was. Oh no, they did. You can go on Wikipedia and even see his face. Oh. Mm-hmm. His well, face when he's sixty-six. He was buried with the mask. Yeah, yeah, he was buried with his mask. Um, but I mean, these there's such a significance to this mask because your mask could be like an Aztec god or an old, um, an ancient hero or an animal or like a spirit. Um, and then you as Luchador become that character. It's not like, oh, um, Jose Cuervo is fighting. I don't know. I just came up with a name. But no, it's like, no, the Aztec god of the sun is actually fighting in right. the ring. 
and he becomes the Aztec out of the sun. But when he takes off his mask at home or whatever, then nobody knows who he is because, right. you know, he's got his mild-mannered alter ego, Clark Kent. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so, and you know what he kind of looks like, El Santo. What he, oh, Ramsey? Who, he looks just like Ramsey. Ramesses. Um, he, he's silver instead of gold, but he looks just like Ramses. Yeah, well, like the, did you see the blue demon mask? No. There was like the El Santo had this li- like lifetime nemesis, the blue demon, which has the same exact shape and design of the mask, but obviously it's blue instead of like white and silver. So, um, and Ramses looks just like both of those. I guess it's like the, the coolest mask you can have, or it means you're the top of the top or something. I don't know. But when I, when I, if you see a picture of either one of those with their mask on, then you're like, oh, that looks like Ramsey's just different color. Yeah. But Ram, uh, and Ramsey's is an actual luchador, the guy who played him. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, look at the guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in the movie, Nacho, um, Ramsey's is number one. <laughs> His muscles are number one. <laughs> um, it's funny because you think it, it would be this movie, this the regular fighting movie, um, where the main character shows up and in the first like fifteen minutes loses a match, and then um, goes into despair, and then someone picks him up by his bootstraps and he trains, 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 and then beats the best guy in the world at the end. I feel like I've seen that in every single boxing or MMA movie ever. Really? Yeah. Cinderella Man, The Warrior. Um, not Rocky. Not Rocky. <laughs> Rocky uh, broke the trend. He defined the genre and also did not... It Man is another one. The the one where he fought... Um, was it Mike Tyson? No, that's Rocky. Um, no, he fought the, the British boxer. Um... Was that was that same story arc? But in Nacho Libre, he consistently loses every single fight, except for the last <laughs> one. <laughs> so like he, I'm gonna get paid to lose. He raises all the way I up to the to top win. by losing every single fight. But he gets paid. He gets paid every time. So, so he doesn't get want to get paid. To so lose. he gets money for the orphans. Right, but then his ego. The, his real motivation for fighting because he starts it off like by saying I'm doing this for for the children's but you know once he's getting paid and he's fighting but he wants to he want to win yeah uh, I think that's an interesting like dichotomy in his character like he I think part of him really does care about the orphans and wants them to have stuff because he does spend his money on a salad, you know? But then he also and, like, spends nice his money stuff. on a nice pair of boots. That's true. So, like, he's got this duality. <laughs> he's got this duality in him. This selfishness and also this altruism. You know what else has duality? Lucha Libre. Good versus evil. Rudos versus Technicos. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know there's um, a league called Mini Estrellas, which is, like, small people... Uh, Lucha Libre, hmm. and it's actually called, in uh, like the same thing in the states, is actually called the World Midget Championship. <laughs> that's that's its official title. Wow! So if that's such a controversial word, why is that their wrestling thing? <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
this movie was received really well in Mexico. Um, they, and like I've read that, you know, Lucha Libre fans are really nitpicky at a, when it comes to portrayals of Lucha Libre in like mainstream are they? culture. And if they, if it's like a fake or if, if it's like not authentic, then they, you know, they're fanboys. Like, you know, basically any, anyone who, you know, if, if somebody made a, 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 your favorite comic book character into a movie and it wasn't, you know, your, Oh, every single Marvel it, movie gets flack right, from exactly. the fanboys. Um, so they, they're really nitpicky and they love Nacho Libre. Um, it does. It's one of the only movies set in Mexico that I've ever seen that paints Mexico in not the worst light ever. And not, it's, it's not like a, and it's not a movie that's like, you know, about painting Mexico in any light. It's just set in Mexico. It's just like this is this is the this is a story that would that's perfect for being here in Mexico. But you don't watch the movie and it's like, wow, it sucks in Mexico. Like right. every movie where they right. start off, they go, we got to go down to Mexico to get drugs, or we have to go down to Mexico that because that's where I'm keeping Professor Xavier. But the like this one is just like this is life in in Mexico. Yeah. Welcome to it. Yeah. Everybody loves luchadors. They're they're superstars here. Yeah, it's true. Um, and then lucha libre also has this element of um, the 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 heroes of the common men. Um, so, like luchadors are often like you know built up in such a way that they are heroes for poor people and especially poor kids. Um, so the fact that this is set in an orphanage, um, it has a lot to do with, you know, Nacho's, you know, the dichotomy between helping the orphans and his own gain. Um, and then you have Ramses who doesn't care about the kids. Right. Um, this luchador that's supposed to be like for the common people is this rich snob who blows off anybody who wants to like get close to him. Yeah. And is Nacho's partner. He is, also hates kids. But he's he's a hobo. He's a homeless guy. Yeah. Right? So he's a poor guy that ends up, you know, becoming a luchador. So. Yeah, and uh, he ne- he doesn't wear a mask, which is rare. Usually everybody starts with a mask. And you're not allowed to be demasked during it. That's actually illegal. And you could lose your mask if you do that to someone else. But a lot of times they'll wager their mask. They'll be like, okay, if I beat you, you have to take off your mask. Mm. And then you can't wear that mask in the ring anymore. You're not that character anymore. It's gone. The illusion is over. And then you have to, you can either pick up another mask and be someone else, or more likely than not, they just continue to fight without without one. And a lot of the guys are still successful without it. Mm. So the idea that Ramses was like fully demasking, he fully demasked... Um, Nacho in the ring that would have disqual that that wouldn't have ended the match and disqualified him, but that would have he would have been subject to some consequences. So for lucha libre fans, that might have been like the ultimate move, where like Ramses is the bad guy, Ramses is evil. Yeah, be like, um, forget about snubbing those kids. Like that's the worst thing he could have done. Yeah, is unmask Nacho during um, the fight. Yeah, so springboarding into. <laughs> the thing we were going to talk about. 
Yeah, we ended up talking about luchadors a lot. It's pretty fascinating. It's well, like it's kind of like a it, WWE is like a, a good you know comparison. comparison. But this has like cultural lore attached to it and like yeah. ancient history. Yeah. Where WWE is seems like it's a hodgepodge. Yeah, like there's and there are, there are luchadors in WWE. You got Rey Mysterio in that, and he wears his mask true. the whole time. Yeah, and, and they're all sure wearing like ca- they're all characters. Yeah, um, The Rock is the People's Champion, but they're not characters that have any like cultural significance. They become cultural icons, but it's not like oh that that guy's George Washington or whatever our our hero. Well, there are people old. like you know that represent cultural things. There's patriotic guys, and there's like you know greedy money grub- grubbing guys like yeah they're archetypes yeah so the like i said earlier the movie presents the the moral quandary where um sister encarnacion Encarnacion. (laughs) um i want to start every episode like that (laughs) um she's dead set against fighting at all any Mm -hmm. violence is bad no matter who you're doing it for um, and Nacho is on, I mean, he wants to fight, but then he's got these morals that say like fighting is bad. Obviously he goes against those morals. He breaks his vows. <laughs> we break our vows together. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, that begs the question, it's like, is violent entertainment, like where, where's the line? Because obviously, like, gladiatorial tournaments are, were heinous. Mm-hmm. But how far away are we? I don't know. I mean, people, I've seen some bloody matches, like MMA it stuff. It gets bad. It gets pretty bloody. Um, and those guys are getting, like, concussed. So that's bad. People in football get concussed. And that's not good for your brain. Um, no, you could have uh, chronic encephalopathy, encep- encephalopathy. Yeah, which is like permanent concussion brain damage. You kind of uh, have the mild symptoms of a concussion for the rest of your life. Yuck! <laughs> it's not what you want. Well, that's what happens to a lot of ex football players. Um, so in particularly in the sport uh, of football. They are, there's like a lot of debate as to what regulation should we put on the game and at what point should we just like let these guys play the game. Um, So for a while they didn't have to wear knee pads. Then they made them wear knee pads uh, because not not for your knees, but for concussions. If your knee hits somebody's helmet, it's way worse for the guy's head than if you're wearing no if you're not wearing a knee pad. Really? I yeah. feel like you'd bust your kneecap in half if you need someone in the helmet. No, not necessarily. Really? Yeah. And and just your knee does a lot more like pointed damage yeah. than the diffuse damage of a knee pad or the diffuse force of a knee pad mm-hmm. and the, you know, cushion blow. So there's that and like just other things that 
they're arguing like we got to make this sport safer and then other people are arguing like you know they know what this sport is about let them choose to play it or not you know so at what point are you crossing a line I think definitely death is a, a line cross. So. <laughs> well, like maimment? Maiming, yeah. Yeah, it was like, well, that happens a lot of times in football. It happens a lot of the time in MMA. Like, if if you can just break someone's leg in half, like, do it in MMA. That's how you're going to win. <laughs> Here's my... What are the rules? Actually, well, let's hear yours first. What's your take on it? Where's your line? I don't know. I'm, I I don't watch football. I don't watch MMA. MMA is expensive to watch. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I mean, I'm. It's kind of boring to me anyway. Um. But if you can, people are free to do whatever they want for the tens of millions of dollars that they earn. It's like, yeah, get punched in the head. Fine. Um, I would never ever do it. I would never have like my kids do it or anyone. I, I would encourage everybody, MMA? yeah, or MMA or um, like professional level football. Oh, okay. Um, just because like doesn't matter how many millions you make. If you hate life after you retire because your knees are blown out or you you can't bend all the way down because you're you're you have like a herniated disc, um, or you have that chronic encephalopathy. There we go. Like that's not worth it. You can't really enjoy all of this money that you've gotten if you're just in chronic pain all the time. Actually, and then you get addicted to some sort of drug. Yeah. And then oh, you, some opioid. And then you turn to heroin and now you're a junkie. Well, there's actually people that go through the NFL, make a lot of money. A large majority of them don't have loads of money anymore because they don't spend it well. They they like they blow a lot of it. Yeah. Um, and that happens with like just guys that come out of, especially the guys that come from nothing that get like a hold of loads of money and they don't like safeguard it in any way. Yeah. Right? You'd think that the top 1% would be filled with just professional athletes and yeah. then a couple like tycoons mm-hmm. and then Kim Kardashian. When you, when you like spend money, people think that like. Oh, he's got like millions of dollars. That's never gonna go away. But if you you can spend millions of dollars, there's over stuff the out there that life. costs millions of dollars. And if you end up, if you stop, you get injured or whatever, and you're not playing, making those millions anymore, then you and and if you can't work because you have some blown knee or something, then you, you know, can spend that money quickly. And it's, I mean, I I can't really speak. For sure about this, but the people who make it to professional football—that's been their life since yeah. they were 11 years old. They haven't really paid attention to a lot of other things or spent a lot of their time developing themselves in other areas because this was their goal. So suddenly they can't play anymore. And what other real-world skills do they have? They can be a coach mm-hmm. for like a little league. I have a family member um, that is in. Um, the NHL, so he's making, you know, NHL money, and what is that? It's it's a lot. Is it millions? It's it's a lot. Do you have to be like a? Because I know that, like quarterbacks make more money than anyone else. These guys are making multi millions of dollars. Like some NHL guys make millions of dollars. Yeah, 
like do goalies make more or like I, point guards or whatever sure. they have I don't know. point guards yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know they shoot the threes i don't know who makes i don't i don't know how like which position would be cuz it's not like football where there's loads of guys in the field or on the ice whatever um <laughs> So I I can't I, can't, I only know I don't one understand position. Which position like would be like the glamour position? Um, I only know one position, and it's goalie. Because my 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 cousin is a defenseman, Def- and he scores. So. It's because it's relatively small compared to like soccer. It's tough for yeah. a defenseman to score in soccer because yeah. the goal is so far away. But like he was like. He. He was they they liked him because he was a defenseman who could score, and also defend. So like that was, and that's a game that encourages more or less encourages yeah, you to, to beat fight. the crud out yeah. of people. It allows fighting, even though that's not the point at all. Like in at least, I mean, you can check people, I guess, but I mean, getting into an all-out brawl doesn't help the game in any way. It's just an extra addendum that everybody loves about hockey. Did you know there's a position? Called a brawler. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Does that uh, guy get paid a lot? <laughs> well, like, basically what his uh, job is, is to sit on the bench until a star player gets, like, checked really hard or some, like, you know, cheap he, type move. And he, he gets, like, put in to beat the tar out of the guy who did it. That's ridiculous. That's just, like, the coaches are children at this point. <laughs> have you ever, like, you, have you ever been on a sports team? Coaches are children. <laughs> I was in f- between fourth and seventh grade. I w- I played football, basketball, soccer, and baseball, and I h- hated all four of them. I liked playing sports. I like playing them, but not where to the point where like I don't. I'm not having fun anymore. As soon as that stops, I'm going home. Uh, but like everyone who's directly involved with the playing or coaching of a sport is has an inherent childlike quality to them. Because they are putting so much importance on a game. But if that game means tens of millions of dollars for everybody, but, then I'd put a lot of importance on it, too. But it goes beyond that. Because high school level, it goes cra- people go crazy That's for what it. boggles me. I understand like like there being a lot of emphasis on like college ball, because that gets you into professional. Um, and then in professional, because that's where all, there's a lot of money at stake. But, like, when you watch, like, Remember the Titans and this, like, high school team, like, this is all they care about. There's nothing else. This is all the whole town cares about. They get a new coach, the whole town knows about it and hates this guy. And it's like, why do you care so much? Well, there's a culture to it. Of course. I mean, it's just like Lucha Libre. It's there's, a cultural violence. There's a... I wouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, okay, hold on. Before I give you my position on where the line is drawn, where do you draw the line? You've said, like... You know, let them do that, whatever. What at what like giving an example of like sports or whatever? What's the line? I would say that um, there, any combat sport needs like heavy rules. Uh-huh. Like if it makes it more boring, but it makes it safer, and I feel like it's a degradation kind of on the culture as we like continue to say, yeah, you know, put that guy's nose cartilage into his brain if you can please because i have a lot of money on this match or i just want to see mayweather fight or something like that 
Um, but then you watch like something like Ta- Taekwondo, where it's ve- there are so many rules and it's all very specific. And even like sumo wrestling is very specific. There are a lot of rules. Just the free violence is kind is kind of ugh, why like are we are, are we just giving into like bestial nature? Yeah, probably. Um, the guy just want to see someone get bloody. Pretty why? much. What are you an ape? <laughs> It's probably what it is, base instincts and like. It's like, it's like football because they hit people. I just want to, I just want to hit people. It's pretty fun yeah. to see like big hits in a football game, but as long as nobody like gets hurt, it's not fun if like. It's fun until you see someone's knee bend the other way. Yeah, it's fun to see like a big hit. You hear the big crack and then both of them walk, get up and walk away. That's great. Um, but here's my take. Um, I had a football coach that said, you know, when people said, like, football's violent, he would say, football isn't violent, it's physical. And the reason for that is because of the rules. So a good football coach will encourage their players to follow the rules of the game and be physical and and do the best that they can. And they'll train you how to hit, how to do this, how to do that, how to tackle in a way that protects you so that it's not damaging to your body but so but that there we divert from like combat entertainment yeah which is what lucha libre is and then wwe and the mma so well where, like the 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 point of these sports is to injure the other person well hold on for a second not in lucha libre and wwe the point of those sports is to put on an acrobatic show but from i mean uh, ostensibly it's to injure the other person. In the movie, Nacho Libre, I think it's real. Like, it's not scripted. Right, but How Stuff Works says it's always scripted. <laughs> well, yeah, but in the movie, in the lore, in, you know. Yeah, in, in the, the lore of the movie. movie. It, it is. Like, there's, like, Nacho, no one came up to Nacho and said, you're throwing this fight. Or right. Ramsey's going to throw this fight because everybody loves you. Which is what probably would have happened. It's like, wow, Nacho, you're really, like, for the people and Ramsey's isn't. His time is over. It's your time to shine. Yeah. So he's going to throw the fight. And, like, he he had eagle powers. And if he doesn't throw the fight, we're going to kill him mafia style. <laughs> um, but I would kind of... Well, all of the sports that you just mentioned, even um, MMA has an element of rules. Of course. You know... Because you can't kill the other person. Right. Also, like, you can't continue to beat them when they're knocked out. You know, there's, and you can't like bite them and you can't, because you've won when they've knocked you. And you can't like use your hands to choke someone. You know, you never see that putting your hands around someone's throat. Uh Like, um, it's all like ideally controlled in a certain, to a certain extent, you're still hitting someone in their brain as hard as you can. And you, I don't, you probably can't hit someone in the gonads, can you? Probably. No, I don't think so. <laughs> That'd be. I've never seen it, and I feel like you'd see it a lot if it was a lot. Yeah, that would be like <laughs> move number one. It's like, um, look at my hands. <laughs> yeah, it's not a free for all. There are definitely rules, but I think those rules are pretty lax when it comes to MMA because guys will bleed all over the place. So, like in football, at least in high school, F H S A A football, if you're bleeding, you are taken off. You have to take. You have to get checked out by the trainer. You have to get bandaged up. You can't be free bleeding on the field. Um, I don't think that's the case in the NHL or the NFL. Um, but 
like that's, you know, that's a sign of physicality, not violence. You know, there, there's rules. And if something happens that, you know, was an accident or, you know, whatever, so things happen, then you have to, we have to stop this. We have to, someone gets a penalty, somebody gets taken off the field and looked at. And I don't, I don't fault the, I don't fault the people who run this industry. I don't fault the people who participate in this industry because they're going where the money's going. But when it comes to like, what, what is this entertainment say about us as like a culture? Now I'm all about violent movies where I know it's fake. You know, so sure, I'll watch like uh, Gerard Butler cut people's heads off in 300, even though that happened a long time ago. And that none of that is that's all like this fake movie, even though people did die at Thermopylae. This is all just this big uh, dramatization. Right. But when you know that like this is a true story and you're watching a movie like the violence isn't cool. It's like, geez. But when you when you look at a movie and you're like, wow, that's some pretty cool violence, that's because you're watching like Wolverine kill people. Well, you could take that same idea and apply it to guys who watch MMA. They don't necessarily want to see anyone die. They want to see somebody like who's really good at fighting fight somebody else who's really good at fighting. And what they're 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 not going there for the sick like, ugh, I hope someone he knocks like he kills them. Well, like they might say that. Hope he <laughs> knocks him out and he has brain damage or right something. um because then like, you also have tribalism to the point where like i really hope that the other per the the person who represents my other team gets like mortally wounded <laughs> yeah yeah that's true um it's like I, i'm sure there's a whole group of people out there a large group of people that wish that someone like tom brady would be really badly injured in is he retired am i am i speaking tom brady out of my butt? retired okay he's one of he's the person who should retire but won't that was Brett Favre a Brett long time Favre. ago. Okay, yeah, his okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know that Tom Brady plays for the Patriots, and I know like it seems like everybody I talk to hates the Patriots, and they the hate Patriots him. are like because they've won a lot of Super Bowls. They're like the everyone wants you know to see another team win. They want to see their team win. But it's New England sports; they always win. Seems like they win a lot. No, like the Brewers win a lot. What? Yeah. I guess. Don't the Brewers win a lot? The Brewers. The Boston Brewers. The hockey team. I don't know anything about hockey. I, I'm pretty sure they're one of the top teams. Sure. Like the Celtics. The Red Sox. They do really well. The Yeah, the Red Sox. They don't win a lot. They used to. Okay. Because it was them versus Celtics like don't the, win a lot. the Yankees. Whatever, it's a big deal. Sports are a big deal in Sports New England. Sports are a big deal in New England, I'll give you that. Which New England isn't a place. Sports is a big deal in Massachusetts. In Boston, yeah. <laughs> what the heck is New England? This is a group of states? Does that include New Hampshire and Rhode Island and... I think it's because it includes those other states that don't have... That nobody cares about. <laughs> that don't have like sports Although New Hampshire is a beautiful place, but it people is. forget that it exists because it's all lumped in New England, which yeah. is like the capital of that is Boston. Like New Hampshire? What the heck is that? <laughs> is that a state? Vermont? Delaware? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think probably MMA is a little bit too, little far over the line. 
Because it's just it's just removing rules. Yeah. So you have like I said, Taekwondo, and then you have like sumo wrestling with like a lot of rules, and then you have um, like boxing, which has fewer rules, and then you have MMA, which has even fewer rules well, than it's, that. It's mixed martial arts, so some martial arts are about punching you in the nose, you know. Yeah. There so should be grappling and striking. You just boxing, can't use McGraw. <laughs> bro, bo- boxing is about punching each other in the nose, but that's more regulated than. Um, MMA. Right, because you can't... Because your most powerful punch is you sitting on top of somebody and punching down. Did you know that? Is it? I didn't think that. It doesn't make sense. Because... You would think your most powerful punch comes from your legs. Yeah. But apparently the most powerful punch is... An MMA fire throws is like sitting on a guy and punching down at him. Maybe that's because you have more confidence. Like, I'm definitely going to land this strike and there's nothing this person can do about it. Maybe. But when you're like up, you're always like... But I saw this on like a fight science show where... They had he like, was punching a dummy. Okay. He had plenty of confidence punching a dummy. I don't get it. I, I'm not sure I believe it. He's like, I just wasn't feeling confident when I was standing up. Punching I was a afraid dummy. he could hit me. Because <laughs> <laughs> you always got to keep like your defense in the back of your mind and have some sort of backup plan in case he counter punches when you're standing. But when you're sitting on top of him, it's like I don't need defense. Yeah, it's all know. offense. I, they argue that it was with gravity because it was with gravity. I mean, I'm I'm sure that it's the case. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just picking it apart. So, yeah. So then, but then you get to, we have, um, actually, like, Lucha Libre comes from the Aztec stuff, and the Aztecs had that one game, like, in the Road to El Dorado, which is a real game, where they had to hit the ball with their hips through that, that hoop. Yeah. And then they sacrificed, the, they sacrificed everyone who played. No, 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 no. That's not true. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No. Go to Disney World and go to the Mexico part. Okay, listen. <laughs> they sacrificed the winners. They executed the losers. That's what I was saying. Okay, fine. <laughs> what? Everybody who played the game died. It's true. The, the winners got sacrificed because, and they were honored in their death. And then the losers were shamefully executed. Yeah. But everybody dies who plays this game. What a terrible culture. Isn't it? Yeah, it's like... But so is French hey, culture in, like, the, the mid-1800s. Look at this uh, newlywed couple. Congratulations. You get to be sacrificed because of your purity. And it's great. And it'll make it so that... It's like, um, oh, I was so jazzed about being married. Could, could we not do that? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a couple days. <laughs> no, it's like, the, but the god of the wheat won't, uh, like, bless us unless we sacrifice you. So we're going to give your, you know, family all of this. They're going to be high stature for the rest of their lives and because of this. And they also participated in, like, child sacrifices, but the same situation would happen where it's like the it, it was supposed to be a really, really good thing for both the child and everybody involved. This child's going to the afterlife to go be a whatever happens to child sacrifices in the Aztec afterlife. So... And hundreds of years later, somebody wears a mask of that weak god. Of that... Well, I thought you said weak god. Weak god. <laughs> of that weak god, you know? It's weak because it's fake. Why would you... Oh! oh. <laughs> Cultural relativism. Okay, I'm going to... Um, objective truth. Um, are you ready for a quiz? You yes. more stuff? So, it, it just... Yeah, I draw the line at um, purposefully naming people. We'll say that because it's as soon as we start allowing that, you're gonna start killing people. 
And then what's next? You marry your dog? Yeah. <laughs> or two dogs? <laughs> um, and fight them? <laughs> Michael Vick. Michael Vick style? Um, and Ma- Michael Vick didn't fight the dogs. He made them fight each other. Yeah, he may fight one. Well, if you can count like a dog being in a cage and you poking it with stuff, then yeah, he fought dogs. Sure. Like a bullfighter fights bulls, but not really. No, that's. I feel like the bull has a better shot than the dog in that situation. Sure. But it's like the bull was... Is... Actually, I was watching a, a National Geographic thing about luchadors, and uh, there was this like little old lady who was like... Uh, they were interviewing, and she said she got into Lucha Libre um, because she was a huge fan of the bullfights, and one of her favorite guys died. A bull killed him. Um, so she's like, I'm never watching this again. So then she went started going to the Lucha Libre matches. And Where nobody she, dies because it's scripted. Yeah. And she, like, she said, like, she was, she was, like, they would show her sitting in the front row, and she was talking about how, like, when she first started going to the matches, she would, like, bite her nails because she thought they would kill each other. And she was, like, really worried about it. And they're like, no, 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 that's not going to happen. So, I'm like, now she's like, now I know that they're not going to kill each other. She had other. bullfighting PTSD. Something. Um, but, like, it was funny because she's, like, sitting there and, like, they, she's front row and they're, like, near her. They're outside the ring, like, fighting each other. And she's, like, kicking a guy and, like, <laughs> yelling at him, like, you lowlife, leave that guy alone. Like, it's so funny how, like, she got... You rudo. Yeah. Um, but it's... Hot in here? Yeah, it is hot in here. I was going to say something and I forgot what it was. Maybe this quiz will jog your memory. Sure. Start thinking about something else. What do you think this is made of? Corduroy. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I don't know what corduroy looks like. It's I just, like lines. I know it's a fabric. It's like the one with the lines. Okay, give me the quiz. All right. This quiz is uh, a list of sports, violent sports from history. Some of them are still in practice today. Some of them are ancient. I remember what I was going to say. Go for it. So... It's we don't have public executions now because we don't want to publicize violence. But for a long time, it was like everybody get together and watch people be yeah. beheaded in the town square. Yeah, yeah. In like Paris, so it's like our is it's just highlighting the if if everybody if we just cross that line and start killing people on television, then like we're no better than the barbarians from the from the French Revolution that just, like, that was the thing to do for the day. It's like, we're going to go watch this guy, like, yeah. 10 people get their heads well, cut because off. they didn't have the internet. Or Netflix. What? They're uncivilized. What, what are they going to do? Without Netflix. <laughs> kill people, that's what. Yeah. Without Netflix, we are just people killing people that with is, scenes. That is a weird thing to wrap your head around. Like... That would be horrifying yeah. for any of us to watch. We would never forget it for the rest of our lives if we saw it once. These people saw it every, like... Probably every day for a year. Yeah. And at one point, one of the executioners, like, executed this lady, picked up her head and started, like, batting her around and throwing her around. And that guy got executed because he did that. So there was class (laughs) in their executions. Okay. Okay, give me the quiz. Violent sports, real or fake? There are five questions. 
You have to get three of them right to win. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to give you the name of the sport as best as I can. Because some of them are difficult. Can I be El Santo if I win? Yeah. Okay. Um, a Mexican sport with the name with a name that means a game with sticks, essentially field hockey, where the ball is on fire. It's called Pelota Pure, Pure, Pure Pecha. Pure Pecha or Pure Pecha? P-U-R-E-P-E-C-H-A. Pure Pecha. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I probably just cursed in Spanish. No, it means a game <laughs> with sticks. <laughs> um, a game with sticks, like hockey, but the ball is on fire. Yes. Can I ask if it's like old or new or no? Just... It's still played today. I'm going to say it's false. It's real. Dang it. People get burns. They usually play shirtless, like wearing kind of like almost like long kind of loincloth type things. But people get burns all the time. It's and a bad idea. You're not you're allowed to use your hands, but you're encouraged not to. <laughs> <laughs> Do uh, they use like f- hockey looking sticks? Yeah, it looks like a field hockey stick. Huh. See, when you say a game with sticks, I imagine, like, tree branches. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. That's what the name means, Pelota Pecha. I know stick means palo, or palo is stick. Okay, next one. Afghan sport, similar to polo, the game on horseback where you guys have sticks and hit a ball, but instead of sticks and a ball, you have a whip in your hand, and you're trying to get a headless goat carcass into a scoring area. And you're allowed to whip people who have the goat. You can go up and punch and kick and whip to them to get the, them to drop the goat carcass. So you, everybody's on horseback. How, how do you get the goat from someone else? You hit them until they drop it, then you pick it up. So you have to get off your horse, pick no, it no, up, no, get no, back no, on you your know, horse. It's, you lean down. I don't know. I don't know what happens once it's on the ground, but I... I saw guys leaning to get it. Uh, the did, game is called did, Buzkashi. Did you see guys? If you did, then I'm going to say this is r- real sport. Okay, final answer? Yeah. It is real. <laughs> <laughs> you gave it away. <laughs> no, I was trying to like make it seem like maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Um, <laughs> Buzkashi? Buzkashi. Buzkashi. B-U-Z-K-A-S-H-I. This is an Afghan sport. Yes. Headless go carcass. That is... It's messed up. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't care what culture. I'm not... I, I, that, that's, that's messed up. Okay. So this next one... Why does it have to be headless? Some people would argue that it's not a sport. Some people argue it is a sport. Um, but I say be, it's a sport because of the physical demand. It you, Whatever. Amazon Tribe plays a game similar to chess, not exactly, obviously, um, where the pieces are legless, living, stinging insects. And the name of the game is Aulida. A-U-L-I space I-I-D-A. I'll, I'll totally believe that. True? Mm-hmm. It's false. I made it up. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh! You even got like, because I I took a uh, linguistics class that mentioned like Amazonian languages yep. with really simple like vowel 
uh, combinations. And so I was like, there's no way you could have made that up. I looked up Amazonian language. <laughs> oh my that, gosh. that word actually means dog canoe. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I should have I should have asked you for more information about it because you didn't tell me if they like step on the the insects or what they do with the chest. I was gonna make up some stuff <laughs> on the spot. I could have caught you then. All right, I'm one for two, one for three. Yeah, number four, a soccer type game where you carry the ball and the players have tasers. Name the game: Ultimate Taser Ball. Wow, this is hard because it sounds so fake sport. <laughs> but it could totally be real. When you're saying real, like, you're not saying that just, like, a bunch of drunk people decided to do this one time. It's like, oh, people, it's a thing. people care about it. It's a thing. Yeah. Ultimate taser ball. Like soccer, but everybody has tasers. And you you carry the ball. You don't kick the ball. So it's like rugby, but everybody has tasers. I guess. There's no scrums. That would be the worst. A scrum with everyone having a taser. Oh, like a... Is a scrum a dog pile? A scrum is like the thing in the like that you start off in rugby, and everyone's like, like kind of huddled together, and you try to push. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like a mass of people huddled together. Okay. I don't watch rugby. If I, if I didn't watch football, I sure as heck don't watch <laughs> rugby. Um, I'm going to say this one is real. It is real. Yes! <laughs> it was uh, invented in California. They're the last real um, like tournament for it, big tournament for it, was in 2012. And there hasn't been one since. That sounds just really dangerous to everyone's health. Like Your heart is already going like at max. Yeah. You're, tack- you're like running it, all the time. It's, it's and then not a popular month player anymore because they... There's no tournaments for it anymore. Um, all right, number five. You have two. You need to get this one right. Yeah, this will this will make or break it. Whether I'm El Santo or the Blue Demon. All right, an old French sport where combatants try to break each other's ribs with bundles of woods or bundles of wood or staves. And I'm gonna try this. Remue Rapin is the name of the game. fake sport it's fake because <laughs> i know that rape means to hit nope doesn't it r a r a m e a u x space r a p i n e or rapine yeah but you don't pronounce the n in spanish i mean french does it end in an e yeah then you do pronounce the n oh well then yeah i didn't know it. <laughs> this this connect collection of words means violent branch in old french Okay. <laughs> I'm El Santo. Yeah. <laughs> that was hard. That was a good quiz idea, though. My quiz was just going to be like, what wrestling move does Nacho use to uh, take down his first opponent? Or what animal? That would be hard. What What animal does he reference? And I was going to give you multiple choice. Tiger. Do you want to at least hear this one? Sure. So what animal does he reference in his move to take down his first opponent? Is it Camel. Crab, eagle, or anaconda? If I said the name of the whole move, you would know exactly what it was. Crab. No. I don't know. Anaconda squeeze. Oh, duh. <laughs> I didn't know that was the first one. 
That was such a good part. <laughs> and I got the squeeze. <laughs> I always thought he said, and I'm going to squeeze. Oh, no. But I, after reading this, I was like, oh, he says anaconda squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm going to squeeze. And I'm... Well, I mean, that would be just like him to like say what he's about to do while he's doing it. That'd be the, like a classy thing to do. All right. So that pretty much wraps it up. Yep. Thank goodness. It's getting critical mass <laughs> in terms of heat. Yes. So, um, we have an announcement. To all ten of you. <laughs> um, this is our second to last episode. It's true. I know I, I teased it, like, I think last episode, where I was like, we're moving to two, once every two weeks. And I said... We're canceling the podcast. No, just kidding. <laughs> Not kidding anymore. <laughs> um, we've loved doing this. It's been a f- pretty much a full calendar year of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and just we're moving on to bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. You, might, you might catch us talking about some anaconda. Squee! <laughs> some animals. Yeah, more on that potentially later. Yeah. But next are... Next week, two weeks from now, one of those two, we will release the final episode mm-hmm. of uh, Thunder Smash. Finding the truth in fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Almost said it again. Um, should I even say social media? Because I'll say it. For, for, for the kids. Right. I have to start and end right. Mm-hmm. So you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash THNDR smash. You can tweet at us at underscore Thunder Smash. Our Instagram is thunder underscore smash, and you can send us an email at teamthundersmash at gmail.com. Our home on the web is www.thundersmash.com. The W's are optional, but we should be HTTPS forward slash forward slash <laughs> thundersmash.com because we want to be secure. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I think that was pretty much it, right? Yeah. You can find us on iTunes. Down... And, you know, even though we're, we may not be putting out any new episodes, that doesn't mean that we're going to go away on iTunes. You can always download our podcast. And it has been great podcast yeah, talking about everything from, like, E.T. games that are buried in the desert <laughs> um, to Anaconda Squee <laughs> <laughs> to Jeff Goldblum being the one-take man in two episodes. But... I'm tearing up. <laughs> no, that's sweat. That's sweat. <laughs> I was just about to say that. All right, podcast, yeah. We will see you in one to two weeks for our final episode. Um, and I'll give you a teaser. I'm Batman. <laughs> sure. I guess. Yeah. Um, it'll all make sense, but only if you come back for the last episode. Until then, I'm Nacho! (laughs) 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 Testing the sheepish line. Testing. He's always trying. To be a wild and ruddy sheep. What? Testing the sheepish lion.
he wants the sheepish lion wants to be a wild and ruddy sheep. Yeah. He wants to be a sheep. Yeah. 